with counselor Mandy Bird. Here, you'll learn practical tools for navigating your losses and hear inspiring real-life stories from courageous people who have moved through their losses and found hope, their own authenticity, and how to give back to the world. And now, your host, Counselor Mandy. Welcome to Finding Hope. This is Counselor Mandy Bird, and I am so thrilled to have my brother. I'm so excited. I have my brother on the show. <laughs> Woo! I have my brother, Jess Michael McMullen, on Finding Hope today. And as always, a big shout out to my producer, Cindy Bolero. I could not do this show without this amazing, amazing woman. Hey there, Cindy. Hey, it's great to be here today. Well, I'm going to just jump right in and introduce Jeff McMullen, brother of Mandy McMullen Bird. So Jeff was born in Columbus, Ohio and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. After college, Jeff lived in the cultural hub of Asheville, North Carolina for 20 years and had a variety of work and life experiences. During this time, he grew passionate about the service industry around food and craft beer. After a five-year stint as a stay-at-home dad, Jeff moved across the country with his wife and family to pursue his dream of opening Flyway Brewing Company, which will celebrate its fifth-year anniversary in December. He also recently opened his newest venture, Brewed and Barley, which is a gastropub. He is married to an awesome wife, Tina, and dad to three amazing kids, Coral, Tinsel, and Hayes. Welcome, Jeff. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, sister. Uh, I'm excited to be, be on your podcast. Oh, awesome. Awesome, bro. Well, so years ago, I had a, a radio show called Finding Hope, um, and Cindy was my producer back then. And yeah. We had such an amazing time and grew a huge following. And we decided that after taking a hiatus during this pandemic, I kept asking myself, what can I do? What can I do to give back? And I approached Cindy and we said, you know, we're going to relaunch Finding Hope. And I love highlighting people from different industries. And I really have been so um, touched and inspired by what you and so many other small business owners have gone through during the pandemic. And I thought, who better to have a discussion with around, you know, finding hope and what it takes to dig deep than my own bro. So thanks for being on, my brother. And a question that I start off with, with all the guests that come on the podcast is, to, to really, and the purpose of the question is to encourage people around their own losses and how, you know, when we have struggles and difficulty in life, that that is also a, a great time, even though it may be hard as hell, it's also a great time where we learn about who we are and we discover our gifts and where we really want to give back to the world and go for our passion. So the question that I ask is, you know, the guest to share with our listeners, you know, what is a loss that has 
happened in your own life? And how do you think that that encouraged you or catapulted you into your passion and giving back? So I think I've been fortunate um, in my life. I haven't had experienced a, a lot of great losses like a lot of people I know. But um, I think it would go back to the experience that I can say that was difficult um, that would also be tied in with some loss would have to do with my special needs son, Hayes. Um, so um, during the recession in 2008, um, I lost my job and my wife lost her job as well. And we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina for a few years, for five years, actually, where I was a stay-at-home dad. And during that time was probably some of the harder times in my adulthood to able to to accept being a stay-at-home dad, kind of understand what that means in society, and and it's really the best experience that I've had in my my life to 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 focus on my kids and just look at things differently than than I had before, I guess. And we had Hayes while we were in Charlotte, and Hayes is ended up uh, being um, uh, having, having seizures, and, and we found out that um, Hayes was autistic, and um, we focused, kind of rallied as a family around him, and I, I think with the help that Hayes, Hayes needs and what we've uh, uh, f- focused on to get as a family around him, um, I think that that is what has driven me um, to to the things that I do every day now at Flyway and 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 how we how we run our family and how I run my business um, with the goal in mind that you know my son will need us uh, for the rest of his life and uh, it's very emotional for me to talk about and to try and express in words um, but I think that uh, that's probably been the the leading. Uh, leading drive for me uh, around loss. When 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 I was told we were going to have a son, I remember being in the room and and we had two older daughters and Tina and I were just sure that our third child was going to be a girl. And I remember breaking down in tears with Tina when we found out it was a boy, because uh, being a, a father to a to a son was something that just was wrapped up into childhood emotions for me and. And then uh, that son, uh, you know, I, I talked uh, about shooting basketball and 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 reading stories and all the things I would do. And then to find out, you know, with Hayes won't ever speak or um, will always need yeah. some assistance. And and that was a really hard thing to accept. Um, and then um, and, and now it's the biggest blessing ever. He's the most loving, cuddly uh, <laughs> boy in the world. <laughs> and it has been, uh, and so that, that loss, that, that, that was a loss for me, you know, in a, in a, uh, not in a as strongest way as some people that have had, you know, uh, tougher experiences. But for me, that, that propelled me into a drive that I didn't realize I had, um, for, for my family. And it all stems from, uh, being a stay-at-home dad and then and then having three wonderful kids and and Hayes uh, as the last one, you know, and uh, that's that's the best uh, probably the best answer I have for that. Wow, I I have to say, even though I'm your sister and I know your story, and I've 
seen it up close and personal. That blows me away to hear you share how much, I mean, how much that touched you and how, how it really, you know, all the loss, of course, as parents, anyone that's listening as a parent can relate to all the hopes and dreams we have around our children. And then to find out um, the extent of, you know, loss and limits that Hayes would have in terms of what we all wish for. And then for you to say how it turned out to be the biggest blessing. I mean, he is an amen. It's the truth. He is the most loving, amazing. He is a, he is a love force, a force to be reckoned with of love. And he, how he that, is. Oh, he is. And how that yeah. really plugged you into a drive that you didn't even know you had. Um, and I, and I tell you what I've seen about your drive. Um, it's amazing when you talk about that, you know, like Hayes is really so much of the, um, the grounding push around that drive, knowing he's going to need care for the rest of his life and how that, I mean, your, your tenacity around, um, manifesting flyway and all of the intricacies of that, including, which I want to speak with you about your new venture, Brood and Barley. I mean, your tenacity has been nonstop. And I want to ask you about that, bro. I mean, when you think about, you know, feedback for individuals going for a dream, small business owners who have a big dream that want to really want to go for it, What feedback do you have for people around going for it and for when it gets really tough? You you know, I think that um, there's a lot of cliches that I tie into it, but it it really, it's never too late. And for, for me, um, bouncing around uh, a variety of jobs and and different life experiences, um, was uh, a lot of that was tough, and a lot of it was was trying to figure out uh, where where I what I what I needed to do with my life, or which way I was going to head. And you know, um, I think that um, I could say I could say never give up. I could say it's never too late, and and that, those are all those are all true. But finding your passion is also what has led me. Uh, in this direction. And, and yes, the, the push from, from Hayes and unlocking, you know, um, that, that part of me has been big, but also having the bravery to, to really dive into what I was passionate about and trust that people would like it and that people would enjoy it. And then, and, and then gaining momentum with that, but not being afraid to evolve at the same time and pivot when you have to. Mm-hmm. And that's really been mm-hmm. the story of, of this move um, from Arkansas and North Carolina with no jobs, my wife and I, and really taking a leap. Um, it, it really turned into um, uh, just a, a, a real a, a passion push, you know, to do, to bring yeah. people what I hope they would like, whether it be food or di- different beer and, and do things that no one else is doing. Uh, 
you know, uh, with, with our menu and with, uh, with other, other ways that we do things. And we continue to do that daily at Flyway and at Brood and Barley. And, you know, I think, uh, uh, that's, uh, I, I hope that that never changes and that we keep that open mind to just do what we, what we enjoy. Oh, I mean, that passion you're talking about. I mean, one of the, um, the core aspects of Finding Hope is about um, how our losses, the, the grief in our life and our struggles, introduce us to our passion if we dig for them. And again, to me, you're such a beautiful example of that, Jess, that you, you know, you had this combination of the loss as we've spoken about with Hayes and, and then your great passion and those married together along with your bravery to leap. And what you said, I think is so essential is the willingness to evolve, be open and pivot. It's like when we, when we dig in and we're not flexible with life, we, we can't reach our, our, you know, the farthest edge of what's possible and your willingness to, to pivot and evolve um, with Flyway itself. Flyway is a really special place. Um, Not only, um, you know, the quality of the food and the craft beer, which is absolutely amazing. It's in the Argenta neighborhood of Little, North Little Rock. Um, Not only is it amazing, and and it sounds like I'm biased. Of course I am, but I'm here to tell you. Of course you are. Top notch. Top, top notch. But also how you run your team. I'm so always amazed by how you run your team, Jess, and, and how you interact and create a sense of family. Um, I'd love for you to have an opportunity to share about that, about what's your philosophy and how you how you run a team. Uh, definitely, it's funny. Um, 15 minutes before that we started the show, I... I sat down with an employee and, uh, she was, uh, has been going through some tough times and we just talked about, um, and she thanked us, uh, for the support we've, thank me for the support we've been giving her. And, um, it's just, you know, it's really important that Flyway is an extension of my family and, and, uh, in a, in a big way is, is family to me. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate to come from a large family. You know, we have cousins and family all over the all over the country and all over the world with my wife's family, and I, I think that we we talk about it a lot at Flyaway, taking care of our employees, um, making it an extension of our immediate families, and it's easy to say that, um, but I do think it. It takes true effort to to live that and to give your your people the time that they need. I I read a book um, that was um, given to me by my business partner Matt uh, called "Let Your People Go Surfing" from the owner of uh, Patagonia, and it was a big influence on me uh, on uh, on how to help help your 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 employees get the personal time they need, but also have them become invested in, in what you're trying to do and let them uh, be a creative force in your business as well. And we've been fortunate, you know, to have good people. Um, and it's important to, 
to hold on to them, you know, and support them uh, yeah. through the good and yeah. bad times, especially recently. You know, it's been yeah. really important. Um, and so I think that, uh, you know, Flyway is – we we are where where we are. We've succeeded um, to the point where we are today. Any future growth that we were going to have, you know, it's definitely about the people, uh, mm. the, the Flyway family. You know, there's no doubt about it. That's what pushes us. That's so incredible. I mean, to have for our listeners that really have a, a dream and a desire. I mean, that feedback around how you treat your people, including them as family and supporting, supporting them in their lives, how that all feeds off of each other. Um, it's, it's really incredible. I'm excited for the listeners to hear about brood and barley, just and about the gustiness um, and the vulnerability of, you know, you, you've been working on this, this new idea um for about a year and a half, brood and barley, um, and right, right. here, here we were. You were right on the verge of opening, and bam, COVID nineteen, and the world is in a pandemic. And uh, right. I'd love for you to have a chance to talk about what that was, what that was like, and the decision to go ahead and launch brood and barley um, during this time. So when when COVID uh when when restaurants and bars first closed in in Arkansas it was within a, a week or so when we were going to open our new concept Brood and Barley and um at that time you know it was devastating um we had just started hiring folks for the for the new location you know Flyway was getting ready for um its biggest uh one of its biggest months march is a huge month and we you know the uh the share concert was set for that weekend just down the block or right down the block from a uh from from Verizon Arena which is where all the big concerts were so we were set up for a huge weekend and the the wind was of course you know taken out of our sails and after about a, a week of um of dealing with that um with that tragedy is having to close our business and not knowing where uh the next dollar would come from um we we really took a an approach that with uh you know with great crisis lies the seeds of opportunity and um yeah. we we grasp onto that quote um and and decided to look at um, all the different ways and all the things we could do that we've never done before. And so the, the forced creativity uh, that was brought mm-hmm. to us has opened doors that, uh, that we never would have walked through before. And it has mm. been, um, it has been amazing. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm careful who I talk to because in the restaurant and bar business, you know, I have friends that have closed forever. You know, I have, yeah. it's taking a toll in the industry and the, especially in the hotel restaurant industry. Um, yeah. As I'm, I know other industries as well, but the hospitality industry has really been hit hard by this. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people are still out of work. 
and people are losing the things that they worked for, uh, businesses they worked for their entire lives. Uh, yeah. We've been fortunate at Flyway to have the ability to to pivot, um, and that's a word we use a lot around here right now. And before I get to Brood and Barley, at Flyway, we immediately went to curbside service, and then we started doing in-house small batch canning, and then we started doing um, offering other uh, to-go items, whether it be family meals that everybody in the country was doing or, or box, charcuterie boxes and, and different things uh, to bring in, in business and keep as many people employed as possible. Um, yeah. And that was my major concern. You know, we did, uh, for the first couple months, we did uh, nightly uh, family meals for all of our staff. There was some staff that weren't able to work. Uh, we had to lay off a few folks, which was painful, and brought them all back. But um, we made sure we fed everybody, and we did a family meal every night that people could pick up um, to support them as much as possible. Um, but incredible with fruit and barley, incredible. yeah, it, it it was it was a. Um, I look back on those first, you know, the first month, you know, of of closing after COVID. And then the first two months and, and how we continued to evolve and push, uh, for different business concepts or different ideas just coming out of Flyway. And then it got to the point in Arkansas, they opened at 33% capacity for restaurants, which wasn't doable. And then they did 66% capacity and we sat down with, uh, with my cousin who moved here to open uh, Brood and Barley with me and uh, the other, um, other, other folks who were going to be over there and decided that um, we could try and do that at the 66%. And, you know, Brood and Barley um, is right next door to Flyway. And the whole idea um, at first was met with a lot of, um, a lot of uh, skepticism and o- opening another restaurant, opening an extension of your brewery two doors down from your brewery. Why would you, why would you compete with yourself? You're going to kill business at Flyway. And, and I, you know, I had, I had been to some places around the country, well, Charlotte and Denver specifically and seen, um, this type of idea of extending your concept, uh, down the road. And sometimes, uh, you know, with Brood and Barley, I kind of put myself on an island with the, with the idea and just continue to push, uh, with partners and with people here at Flyway on how this would work. And, uh-huh. and people started to see it after a while. And, um, and so far, um, so good. So we opened up, um, it's been almost two months. And just like with Flyway, where we had forced creativity to do different ideas, you know, at Brood and Barley, um, we opened uh, for two days and then we closed for a week, you know, and then we opened for two more days and did, <laughs> did little soft openings and closed for a week. And and we thought, you know, here's an opportunity for us to start a business and open a restaurant like no one has ever seen done before. You know, we're going to do it our way. We're going to do it during the COVID closing. And, you know, the only few people were ready to come out anyhow. So let's uh, try and roll this out as slow as possible. And it gave us uh, an opportunity to fine tune our menu in a way that we might not have, we would not have had, you know, in the restaurant industry, you open up, you know, and everybody 
pours in the doors and you sink or swim, you know, and you do a couple soft openings before that where you invite friends and family and then you fully open your doors and, and you're, and it's on. And here we've been able to, um, slowly open up and, and staff up accordingly so that people are doing well who we do hire. And, um, and, and now, uh, that has turned into um, opening six days a week from 10 in the morning till 10 at night with a safe, wow. socially distant, mask-wearing uh, staff and customers. And we're even doing uh, tents out on the main. You know, it led to uh, North Little Rock Mayor to close down Main Street for us, uh, where Bruno Barley is located on Fridays <laughs> and Saturdays. So now we serve 36 tents outside and it has just evolved and will continue to you know and it's been it's been really a um an amazing process and and it's just it wouldn't have happened this way you know it would have yeah i I think we we, i do believe we would have been successful with the menu we had and there has been different challenges uh, that have come with this it has not been easy um but uh you know the it's the seeds of opportunity we've been planting them nonstop, and we just continue Ooh. to do that at flyway as well and I think that um that's how I've been approaching this every day from a positive angle uh we begin uh I could go on and on and on I probably you know about all the different things uh our staff has done to get through uh the difficult times as breweries around us, you know, are struggling, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, why, why we, we have thrived. And, and we've struggled some too. Wholesale has gone away, you know, as bars and restaurants closed, but, but um, we'll, we'll see what the fall holds, you know, in the winter. And we're, I think we're now prepared for um, whatever comes next with the great unknown yeah. of 2020. Yeah. 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 Well, bro, yeah. I, I have to say, you know, for our listeners, um, something that I've taken from what you've shared, I mean, not only the the tenacity, um, the willingness to shift gears, um, that that willingness to innovate, but how how you grabbed a hold and I, and I, I know we have to close soon and I really want our listeners to hear this, that to grab a hold of those words that, you know, that crisis brought you the seeds of opportunity. And I know for myself and for so many people um, that I've known through the years is, is really grabbing a hold of words that, that you believe in, that touch you, that motivate you, that will keep you going. And, and this is one of many reasons why I I asked you to share a part of your story, Jess, is because what you're doing and what you're doing in partnership with your team is is an incredible metaphor for all of us around how when we really want to go for something that is deeply meaningful to us, that we're passionate about, that we care about that it's going to be hard, it's going to be challenging, it's going to knock you on your ass at times. And here are some ways that, um, here's some ideas 
and some ways that you too can connect with hope and keep moving forward. You have some great, great feedback, bro. What, I mean, honestly, what a, what a leader you are. You're such a leader. Um, thank you so much for coming on Finding Hope and for your time today. Yeah, this was, this was awesome. I, I, I gotta say, uh, talking with you, sister, uh, easy for me to get emotional, you know, and how talking about loss is a, is a struggle with me because, because you know where my losses are, you know, and I think when I talk yeah. to you, I, I tear up. It's, 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 it's my quickest <laughs> every single time. And, um, <laughs> Uh, but, but thank you for, for having me, you know, on and let me share, um, you know, uh, that, that during tough times, um, I don't know, it's, uh, the exciting, the, the energy in, in our buildings, um, yeah. it's amazing, uh, with people that are invested in care, you know, how, yeah. uh, how much of a difference that makes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to say, I love you so much, my brother. Always, always. Love you too, sister. Thank you. Thank All you right. so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you for being with us on Finding Hope. You can find and follow me on Instagram at Counselor Mandy and on Facebook at Mandy Bird. Finding Hope.